Yes. So, uh, yeah, we had a little snow last week. <laughs> yeah, we got snow and freezing temps. In fact, you'll notice I'm wearing a blanket right now. I was about to ask if you had just gotten back from working out. Clearly, that's you not know, I'm sitting across. We have a big window well in the basement. <laughs> and, you know, cold air sinks, right? Yes. And, uh, man, you, you can catch a breeze going through here sometimes. I think I can beat it. It was in the 30s in my house last week. In we there. Lost, we lost heat uh, Monday afternoon and got it back sometime Wednesday. So we oh, spent man. two, like 48 hours, like 48 hours uh, with no electricity in the house at the height of the snowpocalypse in Texas. Hmm. That was a lot of fun. Water pipes okay? Uh, we lost uh, lost one of our tankless water heaters. The, the, okay. heat, the heat exchanger internal pipes broke. Oh. But somehow my wife, being the, the, the uh, legitimate badass that she is, had a plumber in here on Friday. And we got we, we replaced, replaced the two that we had because they were both, well, one was shot and we couldn't get parts for it. And the mm-hmm. second one was like end of life cycle. So we just bought a new one, one bigger one, put it up in the attic. That's the other thing. We got so lucky because they're up in the attic right over there. Uh-huh. And uh, we had been huddling up in the house and Laura came out, came out to the garage for something. I don't know what. And she goes, something, I hear something in the attic. And I had her back the car out because the ladder is right where my car is. The minute I got the ladder down, I could hear the running water. And I like scrambling up the ladder, just closing valves. I don't even know what they are. But every valve that was open, <laughs> I closed and the water stopped. So, Luckily, it, the sheetrock got a little wet, but not uh, didn't break. So it's a, that's a good thing. Yeah, probably something I'll have to investigate in the spring. But uh, for now, it's fine. Yeah, we had one of the one of the pipes froze up in my daughter's bathroom, and it was the weirdest thing because you turn the cold water on, no water. Turn the hot water on, hot water would work. So I just want to make sure that you know I left the one valve open all the time. Put a space heater in the room to try and thaw it out. Um, but her shower, I turned the shower on all the way. And then when I would play with the hot water valve, the shower pressure would go up and down. <laughs> I was oh. like, not sure that it's plumbed wrong, but this isn't right. <laughs> <laughs> See, so I asked the plumber while he was here, I'm like, you know, and obviously the one, the heat exchanger shot, the other one's still any good, is still good. Yeah, it's fine. So I put a message out on our, you know, because I knew the guys across the street lost one of theirs, three or four houses down the street. It was all tankless water heaters that, that went. It was oh, heat man. exchangers. Something about the way those heat exchangers were were installed. I don't know. But anyway, so I put the message. I took a picture of the model number and said, hey, look, we were fortunate enough to get a replacement. I've got this one that works. This one, if you need parts, if you want it, let me know. Come get it. I'm like, that's just that's just good karma and i'm not asking because it, it's old and i had a guy goes yeah i'll take them he came and picked them up last night he's like we were like like april laura the first first plumber laura called was was uh was april um before they could get to you yes yes Whoa. so so shout out to david from radiant uh plumbing of austin texas for getting over here and uh oh and the uh the owner's uh, the owner's valve. I went to turn the water off at the street, uh, uh-huh. and they it was a plastic valve, so it snapped off in my hand. So, <laughs> so he replaced that in the pressure gauge, which was about to go out too. So, 
So yeah, I'm going to take a lot of long hot showers to pay for the hot water heater, but I'm glad to have it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's why we didn't podcast last week because I had no fucking electricity. Well, I, I was actually just kind of uh, the plastic valve at the street. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess, uh, yeah. And it, you know, that's, you know, underground. I guess the theory being Texas, it's going to last and the, the metal might corrode. I don't know, but I gave it, I didn't even turn it hard. I just kind of got my hand around it and gave it like a half crank and just sheared off in my hand. <laughs> I was like, fuck. So then I'm out there with like, with my basin wrench and WD-40 trying to just get a hold of it. Just anything to like, just turn it. Nope. I finally, I'm like freezing my ass off, coming in, warming up, going back out. I finally told Laura, well, I can't make it turn. So if something freezes, something freezes. That's it. Man. Yeah. So that's, uh, that was my week last week. Yeah, yeah. But when you had 30s in your house, we had, you know, minus five, minus seven, minus 11, 13. We got it? down into single. I mean, okay. Yes, you're a negative. We got down into single digits with negative wind chill. So. <laughs> I mean, and we're not, you're equipped for it. We are not clearly (laughs) as evidenced by the fact that our, our deregulated power grid just couldn't keep up with the demand. Collapsed. Yeah. Uh, No, (laughs) when I was in college, we had this one day, we got up, turned the TV on, you know, the DJ or the, the, you're the weather guy trying to be upbeat, right? He's like, all right, looking outside, it's a minus 13 right now. Um, but it won't stay that cold for long. Was the high today is projected to be about minus five. So things are heating up. <laughs> if you got to go outside, cover everything up before because your skin wow. is an infant. Wow. So, you know, I, we got, and again, I know nothing for you, but we got like 12 inches of snow overnight. Nice. Yeah. Like we woke, we went to bed Sunday, woke up Monday, and I, like, I was walking around with the tape measure in the drifts. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> when I, up to my calf. Oh, Jesus, this is real snow. And it's not going anywhere because we were below freezing for six days. I, uh, when I lived in St. Louis, there was a, uh, a snowstorm that hit like right after Thanksgiving, dumped a bunch of snow, a bunch of ice, temperatures stayed cold. It did not thaw out until after New Year's. Wow. You could actually break up the Snow and ice in your yard or your driveway. I learned very quickly that I prefer power washing my driveway to shoveling my driveway. <laughs> <laughs> I, also learned, I also learned a trick, which you probably also know, because I don't own a snow shovel for obvious reasons. I had my, my, uh, my trusty craftsman and I, the ice and snow was sticking to it. So I went, fuck this. And I went and got the WD-40 and hosed off the shovel. <laughs> so nothing would stick. Or stick that less. Way. It's still stuck, but it's stuck less. Other things that you can do. Uh, somebody's yeah. taking a shower. I can hear the water running in the pipes behind me. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's a shower. It's not just water running in the pipes. <laughs> well, but, uh, if it is, we'll cut this short. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll go get a mop. <laughs> um all right, now it's sorry, it's distracting me. That's all right. Hey, guess what? This is uh, episode sixteen of Slurp Toast, a podcast, <laughs> back in action after the Texas snowmageddon. So, 
Okay, uh, I warmed up a little bit. Okay, so uh, what were you doing while I was uh, learning to uh, channel my inner Eskimo? Uh, going to a bunch of bad high school basketball games. Still doing that, huh? Season's not over yet? It is. It was over last night. Okay. Uh, much, much to Kristen's dismay, I befriended one of the uh, players' moms. Uh, she was sitting behind me, and she was just kind of trash-talking up there. And I, I, I got me laughing, and I started talking to her. Nice lady, you know, and I even told her. I was like, who's your son? She tells me. I'm like, you're going to have to tell me a number. I go, my daughter's <laughs> on the dance team. I know two kids on the team, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. I know three kids on the team. Um, I know the one kid because my daughter went to grade school with him in junior high, okay? Okay. So I know him. Um, and that, this kid, he's a sophomore. He's 6'5", um, starting to fill in. As, as a sophomore, he's 6'5"? 6'5", sophomore, sophomore, starting to fill in and get body control. Oh, uh, he dunked last night on somebody. They nice. alley him and he dunked. Nice. Another kid, he dunked last night. And I mean, it was a vicious over the defender dunk. Got the foul. Posterized then, then he did this kind of a thing. And we were getting creamed. So when he slammed it, it was like the crowd went nuts. I told my wife, I go, that's fantastic. And then he's, you know, <laughs> clenched fist. Got a technical. <laughs> for taunting or whatever and i was like you know stupid play should never have done it but totally worth the foul <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's one of those yeah i'll i'll eat the tea yeah yeah exactly i mean it was beautiful it because he just kept in this guy's face <laughs> yeah. so there's that kid and then there's a kid who plays on the uh, football team since mm -hmm. i have to go to those games as well he's the quarterback so i know those oh, three kids. Mm -hmm. Now I know the fourth. I know I know Xavier's mom because <laughs> I, I told her I was like, I'm sorry, I don't know any of the kids. I go, I know, I go. Let's take the back. I go, know CJ. I know Wilson, and I know Ty. I go, which one is yours? She's like, Xavier. I'm like, and what number is he? <laughs> <laughs> Can't tell the players without a scorecard. <laughs> nope. But now that I know, he's a sophomore too. So I told my wife. <laughs> it's like, oh, Kristen, you don't get it. There's two more years of this. <laughs> Your daughter's only a sophomore? I thought she was a junior. Uh -huh. Nope. Oh, okay. We cut off by a couple of weeks. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah. You're, you're getting a posse together. Yeah. So it's like, okay. So it's like me, Xavier's mom, we're going to come. And we, yeah, we were, you know, banging on the bleachers and, and, and cheering with the cheerleaders because, quite honestly, nothing else to do. And your daughter loved that, I'm sure. Well, she's not a cheerleader. She's a oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm it's okay sorry. If, it's okay. I, I, if, if, you, if you embarrass the cheerleaders, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> uh, I forgot about the uh, the uh, nascent rivalry there. Uh -huh. So, yes, on the dance team, she comes out, does like one dance, and, you know, I got I to gotta sit there through most of a bad high school basketball game. The things we do for our kids. Yep. I mean, this thing, they, they lost by 40 points. It was brutal. That's not good. It was brutal. They got frustrated. I, I, personally, I'm of the opinion that maybe in high school basketball, we move the three-point line out to wherever it needs to be because these kids are just popping threes right and left, and it's nobody takes it to the basket. Nobody drives inside. That's boring. It is boring. We have a big kid for the inside to, to be down low, but he can't play, okay? He's, he, he's, he's like... Three That's, years in learning how to play. 
<laughs> He's death stick in the middle. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like... <laughs> All elbows and knees. <laughs> you got it. You know the type. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And I'm telling my wife, I was like, man, I go, we need a kid in the middle. We need a kid down low who can just basically take the ball, bounce it twice, and then Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, skyhook that thing, and just, you know, two points, two points, two points all day long. Yeah, because if nobody's defending the paint, why wouldn't you? Hey, and I'm of the opinion, it's like don't let our kids shoot threes until we have that kid who can rebound because – Because then all you're doing, if you miss it, you're just giving them the ball. Turnover, turnover, turnover. Yeah. You need and we're shot. down by 14. So you know. you're, look, you're looking for a high school Rodman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is a kid. He is a kid. He's kind of – he's a beast. He's a, he's a big boy, heavy boy. And when the, the, We're getting creamed. We're down by like 24 points, right? And they're doing, the, the, they're doing a whole full-court press, right? And he sets up the pick right at midcourt. And he doesn't really take his arms down to like cover his crotch, you know, and get, you know, established position. He still had his arms up like here when this kid ran into him and he must play football because he just basically replanted his weight and sent this kid flying across the floor. Uh. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, I'm clapping. Xavier's mom is clapping. We're like, woohoo. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, then I had to go to a girls' basketball game. And again, we know a kid on the team because, you know, my daughter was in Girl Scouts with her and all that other stuff. And uh, they had one of these little pesky players on the other team who's always reaching in for the ball and stuff, mm-hmm. just, you know, sliding it in. It so knocks it through. Yeah, so she kind of jabs the ball. Our friend grabs it, right? And she does the, the quick you know, to, to pull away sort yeah, of a thing. Yeah, you know they, sure. Yeah, you right. lose, yeah. No, it was a four. Yeah, yeah I know, head. yeah. Yeah, it was a bam and just laid this girl out. And my wife was like, oh, no. And I was like, yes. <laughs> That's how we play the game, kids. <laughs> yes, that is exactly how we play the games. <laughs> Did I ever tell you the story about the night that I accidentally DDT'd a teenager at karate? Yes. <laughs> okay. I was thinking about that the other day. I don't know why it popped into my head. But I'm like, yeah. So I thought Jake Roberts on something. I'm like, yeah, I dropped a high school kid on his head. But was it accidental? Was it accidental? Or it was Well, like- at some point, I think it just became instinct. But uh, for those of you who haven't heard the story, which is everyone but him, uh, <laughs> I was training in karate a few years ago. And, and, uh, I was, I was the oldest one in the class, but there was a there was a high school kid who was about my size. He was actually probably a little heavier than me, and so we would occasionally play these sparring games. And one of them was the, the instructor would put a put a pad down. You still having water issues? No, no, no. Sorry. Okay. I, like, <laughs> I also I keep an eye on Alexa because like this thing will be turned off until I walk downstairs, and then the screen lights up. So I'm seeing. Last time we were talking, we mentioned things and. It would post suggestions mm-hmm. in in sync. So it was. I was seeing if it was going to suggest karate <laughs> <laughs> or high karate, whatever. Um, so anyway, so the instructor game is the instructor puts the pad down. He pairs us off. I always get paired off with this big kid. Um, the the deal is you have to uh, uh, steal the the pad and get back to your side, or um, or take down your opponent so he touches the pad before you do. And so we're you know 
circling, sizing each other out, and he leaned in a little too far, and I grabbed him in a front face lock. <laughs> and I realized we were about halfway down, and I just went all the way. I bam, <laughs> DDT him right under the thing. <laughs> so not an approved karate move, but it's still effective as hell. And That's all right. cool but fair. Uh, <laughs> it's like, you know, it, I was watching uh, MMA. I was watching uh-huh. And it was like the greatest knockouts in MMA. And uh, it was this, it was a dude doing a Superman punch, right? Uh-huh. His opponent's kind of getting all beat up and stuff. And he's all he's down like this. The guy kind of takes four or five steps back, runs, jumps up in the air. And now he's got this hand is down here, uh-huh. kind of stabilizing. This one is drawn back to deliver the punch. The guy down low just sticks his fist out like this, brings his other hand up like this, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> with Superman punch, lays him out. So he's got his hand up protecting his jawline, and he got his <laughs> other hand up. Is this tap the guy? Superman punch comes right into it. Oh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> you never want to leave your feet unless you're sure. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, the kid comes at you. you put him in the face lock. Oh, DDT. Why not? <laughs> he hit the pad first. I, you know, his head hit before my back. I win. <laughs> so this is a good segue because the other day while I was uh, Laura was working I was waiting for I was checking on the plumber I got sucked into a bad movie as will happen as you know me um, have you ever seen a grudge match with Sylvester Stallone and Robert De Niro oh no that's the one with like the old guys fighting yeah exactly see my segue there see uh-huh. uh, old guys fighting ding um <laughs> It was, it was, uh, it was not good. And I was like two thirds of the way, I was doing things around the house. It was on and I sat down and then I did move again. And I was like, first of all, okay, Stallone, I'm still buying as an aging boxer. That's never going to go away. But I'm like, De Niro? And I'm like two thirds of the way through it and went, oh wait, he was in Raging Bull. That's why they did that. Um, Yeah, it wasn't good. And uh, John Bernthal was uh, De Niro's kid, which worked. That worked. Yeah, I got the same kind of smush face. Yeah, exactly. And Kim Basinger was the uh, the cause of the grudge match. And Kim's holding up well. Of course, the movie is about 10 years old. So I got it on one of those, like the HBO, yeah, we still have the rights channel or whatever it is. I don't know. And uh, <laughs> it was not good. Oh, and Kevin Hart. Oh, IMDb movies. <laughs> because uh, Kevin Hart's in everything. Um, <laughs> For a while there, yeah, he totally was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I watched that. No, that's uh, and, 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 and Jack came downstairs and said, and, and why are you watching this? And I'm like, I have no idea. It's one of those where you know it's like going to be no good because when they do like the Entertainment Tonight special on it, it's all about the fight choreography, you know? And what's it great to make Stallone and Nadero still look like boxers? Well, one of the best parts was Alan Arkin as as Mickey. Because <laughs> he was just like, <laughs> he was just totally being Alan Arkin, and that was fun. <laughs> but, uh, That's right. He hasn't, his character hasn't changed much since uh, Serpentine Sheldon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. What else? Did I, oh, I guess we should probably talk about Gina Carano, huh? Because since we did Fancaster in our Mr. Miracle movie, you got to fire her. Yeah, we're going to have to find another thick chick. Because, you know, 
I saw that and I'm like, put her in the, put her in the, uh, <laughs> the Snyder cut. <laughs> I think they're putting Ryan Reynolds in it, so why not? Yeah, they are like, I, I okay. I, I have a beef, you know, my my <laughs> my Instagram feed, which I might, I finally managed to clear out the extreme yoga poses, right? Um, just well, by it took you three weeks. <laughs> Wait a minute, it was harder than you'd think because it'd be like, because here's what happens: you're like going, oh look, here's a thread on Star Trek spaceships, scroll, 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 and it brings up like another one. So you're like, okay, good, Star Trek, Star Trek, Star Trek, Star Trek, Star Trek. Um, Add design, add design, okay? And then all it takes is one slip. One slip. You're like, oh, sexy Velma. Boom. Damn it. <laughs> and they're back. And they're back with a vengeance. So, uh, yes. So my thing about the Snyder Cut is the, the internet algorithms that make Facebook, Facebook more meaningful to you and uh, – then basically shove you in a thought silo so you think that storming the Capitol is an okay thing to do. Oh, all because you want to see Jared Leto's new Joker makeup? Yeah, because like, then it's like, oh, you like this, you must like this, you like this, you must like that. Um, yeah, so yeah, the, the Snyder Cut um, hype machine is in overdrive. It's, it's like, in overdrive at my house too. I've got Poyo is just like counting the days. But uh, have you seen the side by sides of Steppenwolf from the original movie and the Snyder Cut Steppenwolf? Oh yeah, he's like a hundred times better. And he's got like a thousand sharp, pointy things on his armor instead of pouches. He's got spikes. Yeah, it's one of those things where the Snyder does great visuals, terrible stories. Um. I don't know. Maybe the Owls of Gahuli was okay, but you know, Sucker Punch was unwatchable. Batman versus Superman was almost unwatchable. Watchmen was okay. Uh, yeah, Watchmen's okay, except I hate the source material. Yeah, I know, but I mean, he he hummed, he stayed pretty true to it, so I guess that really wasn't his doing. It was damn near just you know, storyboarded the comic, so. Uh, yeah, see, I, I, yeah, my my feeling of Batman versus Superman is that he went through a gallery and just like, oh look, uh, the resurrection of Christ, Christ being removed from the tomb, yeah, yeah, just went through the yeah. religious meaning section. Yeah, he's a, he's I'm pretty sure he's a hack, but we're stuck <laughs> with him for now. No, uh, yes, and then now the other fun thing I found about your Facebook feed, and I did post this, is that if you report all the annoying ads is sexually inappropriate. Eventually Facebook starts then suggesting articles on how porn is bad for you and dangerous. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was like, here's an article you might like. Porn is horrible for men. I was like, eh. <laughs> scroll through, scroll through with it. It's like, porn is damaging to families. It's like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you report those as sexually explicit? Huh? See what, see, report no, those as sexually uh, explicit to see what that would do to the algorithm. Uh, no, I, I should have done that. <laughs> Just in pictures of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Suggested friends. It's like all stars, you know. <laughs> and and Ron Jeremy. <laughs> and Ron Jeremy, the hedgehog. <laughs> the hedgehog. Uh, we need to find Mojo to go party with Ron Jeremy. What's that? We need to go find Mojo who can set us up to party with Ron oh, Jeremy. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. That's 
Yeah, that's a party I don't. That's a party I don't want to be at. I don't think. Come to LA. Look me up. We'll go to all the great clubs. We'll steal all the best drugs. We'll party with porn stars. Enticing <laughs> as that sounds, Mojo. Oh man, Mojo, you got me. Uh, go back to the wife and family, or go steal drugs from rock stars. <laughs> Gotta say, there's a little bit of a mystique here. What that might be like. <laughs> But what's the price? What's the trade-off? <laughs> what's the opportunity cost of that moment? Yeah, it's it's <laughs> high. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, buddy. The Moj understands opportunity cost. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, the last time I saw them, that uh, Predator had upda- upgraded his costume, like painted it or did something. Nice. Well, he was. I mean, it was due for an upgrade. It was five years of the same outfit. <laughs> That's just what we saw him. We don't know how many years he's been. For all we know, that's just his regular dress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see what else did I write down. Oh, I had a couple of fun uh, casting rumors. You want to talk about those? Oh, sure. All right. So I heard about, like everybody and his sister is going to be in Superman or Spider Man. <laughs> eh, I didn't worry about that because it's. I saw or heard a couple days ago that uh, Jennifer Lawrence is in negotiations with Marvel. I, I saw that one too, but they, they they seem to have shot that one down. Well, and I heard Sue Storm, and I was like, I don't hate that. No, I don't either. Uh, it, that one where it's got to be a little bit. She can act. Yeah. Which would be an upgrade over Jessica Alba. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say something. I'm trying to find something to be rude with, but anyway, I'm just like, I don't have a plant. They're all dead from the snow, but that would be an upgrade over Jessica. Well, the other one I heard, which was I, I find more intriguing, and I kind of really like uh, Keanu Reeves as Craven the Hunter. I saw that one too. That could work. That could work. You know. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you know, we know he can do crazy Russian guy, so with guns, so. Yeah, I mean, granted, you know, and that would probably be within his range too, you know. Yeah, especially if they did like Craven's Last Hunt, although which would make no sense since there's no history with the character, but you know that's what they'll do. Craven's yeah, final hunt, Marvel Universe. <laughs> Let's waste Electro. <laughs> And the rhino. And the, oh my God. Yeah, we signed Paul Giacometti to be the rhino, and he's great. Ah, take me down. And then you never see him again. He's the bookends of the movie. Yeah. Good plan. Good plan. So, um, go ahead. Maybe in Sinister Six, whenever they get around. Yeah, that's dead. That tied with Andrew Garfield's Spider Man. Oh, yeah. Or maybe it died with Dennis Leary. I don't know. Nah. What's buzzing? Is that you? Uh, my AC is right there. And because, you know, last week it was five and today it was 85. <laughs> so my AC is going, what the fuck is happening? Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. That's all I wrote down. Just the Jennifer Lawrence one. I can mm-hmm. go on MovieWeb or We Got This Covered because We Got This Covered just produces, I mean, it's, it's, it's it's got to be a bot, and it you know. 
you know, you know, uh, Superman just fired Amy Adams, and now we know why. And then you read the article, and it's like nothing to do with Amy it's, Adams. It's an ad for boner pills. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Oh shit! Throw that one away. <laughs> that was a that was a that was a lamp. Um, yeah, I got nothing else. What else do you want to talk about? Anything? <laughs> Dig it out of snow. Um, did you watch the last episode of uh, last couple episodes of uh, WandaVision since last we spoke? Yes, yes, I have. I've been watching those. Those are fun. I do enjoy that show quite a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'm not of the fanboy, uh, you know, no perspective. You look at it and go, the first episode was really hard to get into because of the whole 50 sitcom. I understood what they were doing, but then they moved to the 60s and now it's still not making sense it's still not jibing kind of like if they could have done the run-in better i think you know um it would have been uh, a more solid show that's you or the fanboy now that no the fanboy is is the one who's like it's great it's the greatest thing marvel's done uh, yeah no it's i'm not gonna go that i'll never go that far but it is certainly i would i would say among the most ambitious things they've ever done i would agree with that one um it, it's, those lines, i'm looking forward to loki yes <laughs> hell i'm even i'm even looking forward to uh winter soldier falcon because i think it could have some significant lethal weapon vibe to it yes it could Yes, it could. And you know, I, I'm, I'm, it, it's nice to see the streaming services because, you know, everybody's pissed off. I don't get to binge it. It's like, yeah, wait for it. Let it build. Exactly. That's if we learn nothing from uh, the Netflix Marvel shows, <laughs> yeah. give it some time to breathe. Weirdly, the one time in your life you, 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 you don't have the patience of a nap. <laughs> Ten hours at once. I uh, I'm curious. I, I'm enjoying the the uh, the long origin story of uh, I guess they're gonna call her Photon and rather than Captain Marvel, but that's kind of like the back door of this thing is mm-hmm. Monica Rambo's transformation into that character, whichever version of her name they use, which will uh, then spin into Captain Marvel too. Uh huh. You know, people are going nuts. What's going to be the big reveal? Who's the special guest star? Who's the? It's like, why can't you just wait? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've opened up so many possible doors. That's the thing. They're doing this very cleverly, in my opinion, because you've got the possibility that at the end of this, Jimmy Woo goes gets Agent contacted, get contacted for Agents of Atlas. You've got Photon. Um, <laughs> I, somehow they got to reconstruct the vision. I don't know how that's going to work out, but um, here I'll, I'll throw it out. The end of the the this show will be that the, the reveal that we haven't seen and we have no idea that's coming will be Steve Rogers walking in, plunking down the uh, the lifestone and uh, moving on. That'll be it, and they'll bring back Vision. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Kind of like it. One of the few theories I haven't seen on um, IGN or or Movie Web or I don't know the other half dozen crap sites that pop up in my Facebook feed. <laughs> Although that's actually that's really good that that works because it ties into everything. Then sure, and then yeah. pop it over to you know, well, I, and that comes from I did see somebody online go, um, 
if they thought a, a neat idea for a series would have been Cap returning the Infinity Stones. That would have been. Cause, yeah, that'd actually be a fun show. See yeah, and, and it's tight and contained. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Yeah, I like Lies it. Back into, yeah. So anyway, that's my working theory, is that somehow or another, Cap shows up, plunks in the stone, uh, kisses Wanda on the cheek, pats her on the ass, and <laughs> scoots back to Wherever'sville. <laughs> I saw a theory this week that the uh, the rogue sword regiment that brought the the, uh, the destructo van were scrolls, and I'm like, that could work. All right, and it kind of gives you some leverage into secret invasion. I could get behind that. Oh, there we go. There we go. Because there's no because there's no like direct this person, that person is so-and-so in the comics. It's just completely random and that throws everybody into a tizzy. Oh no, a character who we don't know. Who are they really? Mephisto. <laughs> Nightmare. I saw Nightmare this week, which... Okay. That was but, good, yeah. And by the way, Mephisto is the damn rabbit. Agatha oh. Rabbit, Senior Scratchy, Mr. Scratch. Oh, damn. You're good. <laughs> Mephisto is the fucking rabbit. Um, Wait a minute. See, the reason that's good is because you know the reference to Old Scratch and all that other stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. I dropped one today on, on poor Frank in that we've got three people who are kind of set themselves up like they are the, you know, the decision makers at work. They're the, the click or whatever. Right. And I, I said, you know, they're, I go, they're, they're challenging policy. I go, actually, they're changing it without discussing with anybody. And, and I go, and I know what's going to happen. I go, they're going to basically wind me up and send me out there to fight Cerberus. And I'm <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Frank goes, what? I go, hang on. Tick, 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 tick. The three-headed dog. Nice. Three dog that guards the river sticks. <laughs> I applaud that one. Nicely done, my friend. Nicely done. Thank you, thank you very much. Wow. One of the guys who's part of the, the Troika um, is... Uh, so they walk around going, too sweet. No, no. <laughs> he, uh, he, he apparently told one of the guys at work, one of the other guys, he said something along the lines of, uh, yeah, you know, uh, I, you know I, I like talking to this guy because he's a smart guy like me. You know, I got like a 140 IQ. Uh, I pegged you as like about a 120, you know. And I go, I go, they told me that. I go, for real? He said that? They're like, yeah. I was like, wow, that's stupid. I'd pick the kid he was telling pegged at 120 for any of my smart teams before that guy. Because <laughs> he's got two master's degrees, one in mathematics, one in like music theory. I mean. Which is math. Yeah. He's <laughs> one of those, you know. He would have gotten the Cerberus joke. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He would have. He would have given you the nod. Yeah, I got you. He would have been like, "Ooh, good one." <laughs> exactly. And going on about his business. Uh, nice, nice classical reference there. I like it. I like it. I was like, "Yeah, you know, liberal arts college. You you pick up a few things." But what do I know? Just probably a lowly 110, 110. Yeah, whatever. If you have to brag about your IQ, you're full of shit. That's always been my Actually, I, I keep waiting for the day that he says something about 
how smart he is, because I'm just going to say, go, really? Because I find that you can't be that smart if you go around saying stupid shit like how smart you are. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait a minute. I had, the, I had just the right phrasing and the right cadence. But it's, I, it's little dick energy is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. That might be the title for their episode right there. Little dick energy. It's what it is. <laughs> Which, which is funny because he got into it with somebody else at work and I ended up refereeing. And I believe my phrase to put him into the fight was like, all right, gentlemen, that's enough dig wiggly. Right <laughs> Let's put him away and talk about what's going on. I, I laugh because there's occasions when my wife will go, if y'all are done measuring, can we get on with our lives? I'm like, okay, all right. Yeah, I can't believe you're so smart when you say stupid shit like that. That's it. Very nice. Oh, what else? Um, I'm in the middle of another eBay purge. Oh, what are, you, what are we getting rid of this time? Ah, just more Funko what? stuff. You're not out yet? Huh? Oh, no. I, that's, it's going to be a while to get out. <laughs> but when I do get out, I'm buying a very nice new car. <laughs> wow. Oh, hey, the last time I got out. That's <laughs> <laughs> when you thought you were out? I thought I was out. I, I actually paid off both of our cars early. With wow. The, the money that I made. I, I, there's a friend of mine who uh, is also a Funko guy. And mm -hmm. we talked about sort of the moral imperative. You like Will. He's one of us. Um. <clears throat> But anyway, uh, we talked about the moral imperative is that you, know, you have this you know, like ghost rider pez, right? Uh-huh. Okay, it's worth three bucks. But imagine if for a fact that you found out it was worth three thousand dollars. I'm not keeping this. No. <laughs> I have a family, <laughs> I've got bills. That thing is gone. <laughs> it's plastic. If somebody's gonna give you three large, <laughs> bye. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you'll be able to buy uh, it again in a little while for three bucks. If you wait long enough. Yeah. yeah absolutely. You know, I've got kids. Uh, not kids. I see these kids who spend stupid money on some of this stuff, you know, and they're like, there's one guy. And I think he was, I think it was a fraud. I think he would, he and another guy would like buy and sell this piece back and forth. Right. And every time they did that, the price got higher. <laughs> so it's like, I just bought this piece for $15,000. And then he posts a picture of him selling it to his brother for $25,000. And you're just kind of like, um, do you really? What was it? I'm just curious. It was a glow in the dark blueberry pop. Okay. Blueberry the cereal monster. Mm -hmm. It's one of 24 pieces. Okay, so it may have some intrinsic value, but not. I had one. I had one, and when I got out, I sold mine. It was for seven hundred bucks, and about six months later, it was going for fifteen, sixteen hundred, and was like, I could have waited, but I never knew it was going to go this high. Right. And then for some reason, that piece became this weird it piece, and they just kept flipping it back and forth, selling it around a little circle. Everybody wanted to touch it. 
Yeah, well, you've got you've got like these Asian collectors, and they just spend stupid money on just, I mean, and they there is a whole group of, of Funko collectors out there who've lost their collective minds. They they go around in like the the hard shell briefcases um, with the, the the ballistic foam, the foam cutouts. Yes. Yes. Wow. And it's like, you know, guys, the only people who actually carry briefcases like that are, are drug guys with a briefcase full of money or assassins. I watched the movies. I know it's those guys with a gun in there. Are <laughs> Elwood Blues. Are Elwood Blues. And you guys are not cool enough to be any of those three things. <laughs> Even if your buddy is walking beside you swinging the key. Exactly. <laughs> and it's full of harmonicas. <laughs> Yeah, no, they they totally get off on it, and they're just like, you know, you. Okay, I, I you know, I'll, because it's at hand, right? So yeah. I have a plastic box, which I I buy these basically because if I'm storing them, just keeps things easier to store. Sure, sure. Easier to stack. Yeah. You've got nice dimensional. You can do it all that. Um, but yeah, they'll they'll have their piece in the briefcase in a in a plastic you know plastic sleeve or whatever technical term pop protector but you know whatever um and and you're just kind of like and it's like here are my grails and you're like do you, do you, do you close the briefcase up because if you do that then you're not really like displaying a briefcase on your bookshelf like money in the bank <laughs> <laughs> i have the grail the grail yeah Woo! <laughs> What's in there? Oh, I can't show you. Too, it's too expensive. It's like, pretty sweet. Like Pulp Fiction. <laughs> See, it's been a long time since I cared about anything that much. Any collectible. I can't remember the last time I was that excited about any group of collectibles. Which I guess I don't know what that says about me anymore. But well, that was actually yeah. Well. You know, I always talk, I always think about collectibles. Like the one thing I, I actually enjoy trying to track down is we've had uh, Royal season tickets. Mm -hmm. And I've been able to go to opening day for like the last 20 years. I'm listening. I'm looking for something. Go ahead. Okay. 18 years. And, and they, you know, they always do those little souvenir balls, right? A souvenir baseball. Yes. That's but it'll. Right. Go ahead. But it'll be a souvenir baseball, and it'll say opening day 2021. Enron? <laughs> it have the Enron logo on it? Uh-huh. <laughs> says Enron Field right there on the front. Oh, nice. Opening day, very first opening day at Enron Field. I have a bunch of those. See, and that's the kind of stuff I, I like because going to opening day, I always get the, the, the souvenir baseball. Opening day, Royals versus Tigers, Royals versus Chicago. I mean, I'm looking at them going, Jesus Christ, I have seen the White Sox and the Indians way too many times on opening day. Division <laughs> rivals. But yeah, divisional rivals. So we always open up against the White Sox, the Indians, and the Twins, or the Tigers. But I've been trying to track down um, 
I'm missing a couple years because mm -hmm. I didn't think to do it like in the beginning. Um, the other day I found one of the ALDS balls for one of the, you know, my rule is I get to collect the ball if I was at the game. That's a good, that's a good rule of thumb. I like it. I like it. Which is nice because like, um, so I have world series balls, you know, that you know, Royals and I found ALCS and ALDS balls for those years. So it actually is just kind of fun. But as I'm looking at it, playing around with this stuff, I got thinking about, you know, collectibles. You're saying you're over it. And I'm thinking like how most people like start collecting stuff like that in run the ball. So you collect that. And then your family goes, oh, yeah, you, you collect baseballs. And then they like, give you minor league teams because they're somewhere and they, they think that's fun. And, and then years go by and you turn around and then you have like this whole shelf <laughs> of baseballs. You're like, I don't care about any of that. <laughs> I'm, sur I'm surrounded by all the stuff I've started gathering for my eBay purge. And that's why the ball was handy. By the way, I just changed the title of, of the episode. Dude, the ball was handy? No. <laughs> That's good. But no, it's Little Dick Energy and World Series Balls. <laughs> well, that's funny. That is funny. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's just one of those things where I always wonder about why, you know, why do I collect stuff? And I, and I think it's just an OCD kind of a thing. I, um, Personally, it's like, I'm just going to Buy the Hot Wheels car. <laughs> I think my uh, my current employer in my current position is a uh, sort of soured you on that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little. Made me much more aware of all the all the stuff I've accumulated that I really don't need. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that may have some value to someone else. So I told you that Kristen once. <laughs> I had magnetic schedules. You know, they give out. Oh, it's opening day. Have a schedule. Have a schedule. Have a schedule. Right. right. I had like 10 of these because I had a, a metal door at the old house and I just stick them on the door. Sure. And then I turn around and I was like, oh my God, there's, I had like eight, 10 years of, of magnetic stuff. <laughs> Mr. Chris is like, what are you going to do with those? I go, I believe there is somebody who will, who will buy anything that you put on eBay, just about. And now, now it's a combination of putting the price at the right point. You know, you're not getting top dollar for magnetic schedules. I said, but I am willing to bet I can put this on eBay, I can sell it, and I will make it five bucks. Which is found money if you got it for free. And she's like, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> so, I was like, they're gone, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, she, she's married to you. She should know better. Yeah. Now, she never took the bet, which involved, you know, walking around the house naked. So. <laughs> I said, you lost. I mean, you got to take them off. She's like, I, I never bet that. I go, if I lost, I'd take them off. She's like, you would take them off if I just even looked at you wrong. I was like, <laughs> wrong, right. Just look at my direction. Yeah. World Series balls, baby. Feeling <laughs> <laughs> that energy. Give me that energy. <laughs> this may be my favorite episode title ever. Um, <laughs> Oh God, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I, I'm reevaluating all the stuff I've accumulated over the years. Some of it I'm keeping. I mean, like this. I love this. Oh wow, cool. 
that is uh it's well <laughs> well worn and falling apart but uh i think it's a first printing of this thing it Somebody is alive. oh no i'm sorry it's an 11th printing but i don't oh. care but it's still yeah. got the cool like color movie pictures in it oh really cool yeah so it's sitting right here next to a couple of james bond paperbacks and the skin investigator here we go <laughs> Shout out to our good friend Terry. What's up, Terry? <laughs> I'll well, like, put a link to your stuff and then show notes, Terry. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Look, one of my little favorite kind of odds and ends. You know, talk about you know, like the Star Wars book. Yeah. I have a, a an autographed Matt Stairs baseball card. <laughs> His, to designated hitter. Yes, but it, okay. So like. Well, wait a minute. They signed him as the designated hitter, and then our first baseman goes down, and he ends up playing like first base for the Royals for like two and a half seasons. I remember. Yes, that was at the height of my fantasy uh, baseball addiction. Yes, I remember. And I used to love watching him hit because I mean, he drive that thing into the corner at Kauffman, which is a gargantuan stadium when it comes to the corners, left or right or both. Uh, doesn't matter. Equal distance. Uh, okay. Right field. Okay. I mean, he just, he, they had to have, they didn't, but they should have had oxygen at third. Because <laughs> he was gassed. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Gassed at second. He's <laughs> crawling on his hands and knees to third. Leaving him on, leaving him <laughs> on. The third base coach is sitting at home, he's like, no, no. But I have an autographed Matt Stairs baseball card. It says Kansas City Royals, but he's wearing a Pittsburgh Pirates batting helmet. <laughs> when did he play for the Pirates? I don't remember that. Hold on, I'm getting something else. Oh, God. Hey. Wait a minute. Who is that? I can't. I'm, I'm sorry. Swear. It's uh, Jeff Bagwell. Oh, nice. Autographed. Even better. My cousin used to work for the Astros, and I got this as a gift for coaching a t-ball team one year. And I'm like, hey, you think you can get this autograph? She's like, yeah, sure. I know, Jeff. Shut up with him. So let's so, get rid of that. <laughs> See, I'm like, I'm not much for that kind of signed memorabilia and stuff like that, autographs or whatnot. But, you know, my Matt Stairs is just, that's, that's fun. That's fun. And because he's in a Pirates uniform, I, it makes it even more fun. <laughs> uh, and that's what really matters yeah last year with tops was doing their artist series cards mm -hmm. i was lobbying for matt stairs <laughs> i made my own tops <laughs> there's a chase variant right there that's right that was great had a little <laughs> there's one yes on the back for Somewhere on the card, I had actually listed out all the teams he had played for. <laughs> Teeny tiny font. Teeny font, but it's like 14 teams. Yeah. I had the AL logo and the NL logo on it. And then I had all the teams listed in the middle. I wonder if there's ever been a guy, because he'd be one of the ones I would think of who's ever played for all the teams before he was done. Oh, God, probably not. That's a lot of travel. <laughs> Because that means you've got to be just like you're you're like the last player on the lineup every year. Exactly. 
<laughs> we need a guy to fill in at right field and, and smack the ball a country mile. And might be able to pitch in a pinch. And then at the end of the season, I can trade him to a contender. <laughs> and get, get prospects. Get a marginal prospect <laughs> in return. <laughs> he, I, at 14, that he'd be a contender for like the most traveled, I would think. By the way, I'm making a note that we had Matt Stairs discussion. Well, we've got, you know, internet webs here. So. Yeah, I know. It's more fun to speculate. Oh, it's a lot more fun to speculate. That's, if we've learned anything from the internet, it's always more fun to speculate. That's, that is exactly, that's what the internet was made for, speculation. <laughs> there we go. Sorry. Yeah, no, I think I, there is actually somebody who had a blog post about who had played for the most teams. And I, I almost think that, um, that Matt was uh, top of the list. So you got Edwin Jackson, Octavio Dotel. He was an Astro for a while. Yeah. Mike Morgan, a lot of pitchers. A lot of, there's Matt Stairs right there. Yep, yep. There Ron, Ron Vol- oh, wait, oh, oh, it's got the number of teams they played for. Okay, there we go. Edwin Jackson, right-handed pitcher, 14 teams. Octavio Dotel, right-handed pitcher, 13 teams. Mike Morgan, right-handed pitcher, 12. Stairs, 12. Well, oh, kind of 13. Well, I may have this. I don't know how old this article is. I'm just, you know. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. He is one <laughs> of the few position players on the list. Yes. A lot, uh, lot, yeah. lot of second catchers on the list. Oh, yeah. Those guys were. <laughs> Can't play forever as long as one knee holds out. They're good. <laughs> You're going to be batting eighth in the American League or ninth in the American League, eighth in the National League. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> can can you, can you catch on Sundays? And can you hit your weight? That's it. <laughs> and, That's if we, and if we and we've got a knuckleballer, he's your project. <laughs> yeah, we can bring him around. We can get him. To where he needs to be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I found my Matt Stairs baseball card. It just says Matt Stairs everywhere. 1992 to 2011. And then really small print at the bottom in case of emergency, use stairs. Nice. Very nice. (laughs) Very nice. Actually, I'm pretty pleased with how it turned out. Oh, post post the picture of your card on the Facebook page. Okay. Do yeah, I, have, I, I believe you have access to it, and if you don't, I'll take care of that. But yeah, but uh, <clears throat> I gave you the Instagram too, so. Oh, you did, yeah. So, it should cross post. So you put it on Instagram, it'll. So just it. throw it out there, and you know. yeah. So hey, as discussed on episode sixteen, <laughs> here's my homemade match stairs card. Of World Series balls. That's right. Speaking of. Yes, my man, man Maddie Stairs. Run, fat man, run. <laughs> I would. I'd stand up and yell that. <laughs> He's trucking to run, fat man, run. <laughs> it's, it's always great when you can get one of those players that you can just like everybody, you can get behind and people look at you like you're nuts. That's exactly. So and that, that was the beauty of it. I, and, you know, even, even Babe got into it at some games. Dad, dad, fat man's up. <laughs> I used to be that way about uh, Jim Tomey. Oh, there we go. Come on, foam, foam. 
I would scream foam <laughs> at the top of my lungs, knowing full well that it was wrong and I didn't care. Well, I caught the tail end of the John Olenrud years where he wore the batting <laughs> helmet all the time. <laughs> yep, he even wore that for several teams, too. Yes, he did. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. I'm surprised by how much of our podcast turns into baseball chat at the end. Anyway. <laughs> this is the third or fourth episode where we've we've rolled into it. Yeah. I'm That's okay a, with it. But. Yeah, it's a national pastime. It's, it's, it's not it's a almost sport. time to be talking about it, even. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. As I write, you know, the sports writers in town. Oh, they're going to be competitive. And it's like, yeah, it means fourth place. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're we're in the midst of our, you know, massive rebuild. Oh, you're back to that, are you? The wheel, well, you know, the, the wheels are coming off the Astros one spoke at a time. So it's almost. Like 2015, we win the World Series. 2016, they're of the opinion that they can compete. And everybody's contract expires in 2017. Hosmer, Moustakas, uh, uh, Alcides Escobar, you know, I mean, all these guys. And it's like they should have blown the team up at the end of 2016. Where they all had them with like one year left on their deal and mm -hmm. put in button. But no, they ended up like trading for one or two pieces because they just thought they were going to pull it out. <laughs> and then it just fell apart. That's always fun to watch. Well, you know, it could be worse. You could be the, uh, the uh, fan of the Houston Texans and watch some like youth minister uh, Machiavellian running the team. I don't know what the hell's going on over there. But uh, yeah. And we're gonna let everybody out. We're keeping Deshaun Watson, but <laughs> yeah, we're going. We're going back to the David Carr model. We got a great quarterback with no tools. <laughs> we don't know why he underperforms. I mean, guys have played the line in college. They know what they're doing. <laughs> it was community college, but yeah, they're all undersized. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Appalachian State, <laughs> Fresno State, Fresno State. Uh, not State. Ohio State University, but <laughs> other Ohio University. <laughs> Miami of Ohio. <laughs> of which Ben Blorothesberger is a proud product, but whatever. <laughs> I'm sure they're real proud of that, too. <laughs> oh, hey, Augustana had uh, Kenny Anderson, so there's ours. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. I think my wife went to college with, uh, was it Mike? I think it was Mike Timlin, another well-traveled middle reliever who has, I think, at least two and maybe three World Series rings in middle relief. Because I remember watching and she's oh yeah, a friend of mine dated him in college. I'm like, did she marry him? No. Well, she was a dumbass because, you know, yeah. he, 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 he got a handful of bling and all he does is throw about 20 pitches a game. <laughs> What's he get paid for? Just sit the dog out and spit the scratch. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Two out specialists. Yeah, he's an eighth inning, eighth inning left-handed specialist. He's got <laughs> one job. It's three fastballs inside. <laughs> and he's got a ring for every one of those fastballs. So fuck y'all. Yeah. They don't worry about him seeing the order for a second. 
they worry about him just making it to the second round. <laughs> yeah, and they he may only have to throw one of those high inside strikes too. It could be okay. <laughs> we just got to get this guy out. Sure, pop, pop, fly. <laughs> My night's done. Thanks, thanks. Grab the ball from it, hand it to the next guy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, should have been a middle reliever. That's where the yeah. money's at. Of course, you don't end up with Kate Upton if you're a middle reliever, but no, but you probably do okay. Yeah, I mean, you get you get Verlander you runoff, huh? You get Verlander runoff. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's right. We're talking about <laughs> the sleepy seconds of the middle reliever. <laughs> I think we might be done. <laughs> Yell at a bar going, huh? And what innings do you throw in? <laughs> like Deborah Winger and an officer and a gentleman. <laughs> she wear the baseball cap back. I just want to be a pitcher's wife. I'm a middle reliever, baby. I'm mostly a pitcher. Come back at two. <laughs> if all the starters are gone. Oh, love left us up where we belong. That's right. Seventh inning setup, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm the guy who sets up the setup guy. Every third night, two outs. I'm not left. the starter, baby. I'm not the closer. I'm the guy they go to when they need those hard outs in the middle. Oh, like long relief. No. No. No, no. It's like when you get like that guy, like like that big fat Pudge Rodriguez guy up there, you know? If I get it, you know, him to like ground out to first, that's my job. You heard him at stairs? Yeah. <laughs> All I got to do. He bats 057 against me. Career. <laughs> and Matt stairs. Oh, they're going to the bullpen. <laughs> that's my man. <laughs> It's slot ball. <laughs> the, the less successful sequel to Money Ball. That's right. He throws his 65 mile an hour knuckleball. <laughs> Wait a minute. Sidearm. <laughs> hey, suddenly he's Kent to call me. I don't know. He's, yeah, he's one of those sidearm throwers. Submarine that shit from like his ankles. It's like a softball pitch, really. It really is. I talked, I, I, I heard some. I heard a player talking about that and they're like, man, it, it, it's because it's really weird because all the action is, you know, up to down and these things coming down and coming up on you. <laughs> so you're thinking it's in the dirt and the next thing you know, it's in the strike zone. <laughs> By your ear. <laughs> I'm considering for later. seconds is the, uh, is the title now. What's that? I'm considering Verlander sloppy seconds, but uh, I'm still like our original title. <laughs> With the original. Yeah. Just right, state of the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. I'm calling it. I'm tired. There I'm going to go some sleep. Um, I'm in training this weekend, next week, for a, a additional responsibility. So I've got to pretend to be awake. I don't know. Oh, good for you. I actually yeah. tried to resign mine today. So you did what? I tried to resign my responsibilities today. <laughs> How'd that go? 
Uh, I, 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 nobody talked to me for all afternoon because it was just like, you know, this is your, your position. You need to do this. And I was like, well, we can talk about that on Thursday. Also, we should probably talk about me not being in this position anymore. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. All right, then. So we'll have something to talk about next time. <laughs> that's what we call a teaser, kids. Ooh. All right. That's it. I'm calling it. That's the end of episode 16. <laughs> Little Dick Energy and World Series Ball. So until next time, I'm still Bruce. That's I'm the assistant slurp host. See you, kids. Bye. Bye.